word, your blessings, your favor, uh, all that you've done and doing and going to do. And God, right now, we just pray that the, uh, the, the ears will be open, the hearts, Father God, will open and receive your word as you're moving in IK and continue to move in here. Father, and then, Lord, that you'll speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. It's all of you and none of us that your strength will go forward right now. We deliver and say what you want said, and lives will be touched never be the same again. And Father, we give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Amen. Let's hold this word up and confess this word this morning. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Act by the word. I am what the word says I can be. I can be saved. I am saved. Heal, feel, and anointed. I am what the Word says I am. I'm highly favored. And I will make an impact on those around me through this Word working in me in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. I trust that you have seen or may have not heard this week about what the CDC has released this week, but as you don't, in case you don't know, uh, there is the dog flu going around now. I'm serious. I don't have it on my phone, but I, I read it, I read it, I think about Thursday, Friday, it's the dog flu. Now the CDC has said that, that uh, uh, nauseated, throwing up, fever, feeling bad, but it's the dog flu. And I had to read this twice to get this. This is no joke, okay? It's funny, but it's no joke. But I had to read this twice to get the understanding of this. But it says, if you have your dogs, do not get your dogs out for about three to five days. Keep your dogs in quarantine. And for a while, don't even get them out. But especially if, they get, if they're sick, keep them, keep them in and don't get them out because they can catch it 20 feet away. Now, I don't think we've never had CDC issue us thing about an animal being sick and all of this like we are now. But now I had to read it to be sure it wasn't for humans. I mean, they was, they was just blowing it so, so out of, uh, just putting it all out there. But then I kept reading and I said, well, it's not talking about humans. Humans got the dog flu or, or is, is this for the dogs? But they're saying, you know, don't let your dog come in contact with anybody else. Now, if it don't get no better, I would, this, is, this is me, okay. If it don't get no better, if it gets worse, probably next week, you know what they're going to mandate for dog dogs? Mask. <laughs> now, now, I know some of you, uh, uh, I am, I am, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover, okay, I am. But, man, we just, it, it's something, isn't it? I mean... You know, but, I, you know, CDC for disease control, I mean, but that's, you know, I know it's for everybody, but, but they're supposed to be on, for our best interest, amen? But they just, they, they, for, they, for, they was talking about the dogs and the flu, and don't let your dogs out, and don't let them get around another one in 20 feet. And Church, and, and, and I'm, an, I'm an animal lover, okay? But there's more stuff serious than that, Amen. But you know what I thought about, really? You know what I thought about when I read that the second time? Making a big deal over this. 
But then they still want to keep killing babies every day. Man, we, we got something twisted, amen? The old song that I love, we got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to the basics. Back to the basics. Back to the basics. Well, let's get in the Word, amen? Go with me this morning. Very familiar scripture. In fact, I think we even actually, we touched on this scripture uh, Wednesday night in our teaching. Uh, and we'll continue to touch on it in, in these two verses in, in many ways. Uh, but I want to talk to you this morning. Look over somebody and say, Pastor Randy is really your friend and mine. Okay, don't forget that when you go to leave today, okay? Just remember that, okay? Just remember that. Just remember that. Go with me to Romans 12, and we're going to read this scripture, these two scriptures, verses 1 and 2, and many translations today that we can get understanding. The Bible says, and all you get and get understanding. Amen. Hallelujah. Get understanding. You know, we don't really send these kids to school just to get rid of them. I know for some that's questionable, but we really send them to school so that they will what? Learn and that they can have a productive life. We come to church that we can learn the word and be more productive. We come to church that we can fellowship with one another. We come to church that we can encourage one another. So it's all about growing in Jesus' name. It's all about growing. All right, you ready? Everybody there, Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that, the, that by the mercies of God. See, it's by the mercies of God. Not, see, it's not you, what you can do. But it's by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is what? Holy acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. We were talking about that in our class this morning. Our problem is that the church has, has become uh, the church, not Calvary, but the church in general. Sad to say a lot of churches have become conformed to the world. But he said, but ye, but be ye what? Transformed. Not conformed, but transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is good, that which is acceptable, that which is perfect in the will of God. Now, you have to watch that word perfect, okay? Because we know there's only, when we say the word perfect, there was only one perfect. His name was who? Jesus, amen. But, he's, but he talks about here that when we perfect, meaning that we're walking in God's will, we're praying, we, we, we're praying, we're studying, we're seeking God's face, and we're walking in the Spirit because when we walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the what? Flesh. But I want you to get something here this morning. He says, become a living sacrifice. Become a living sacrifice. And I want to ask you the question this morning. Are you a living sacrifice? Now, 
Think about that. Most of the time we think in the Old Testament, we see in the Old Testament, and we even see one time in the New Testament, that when you gave a sacrifice, giving a sacrifice is what? Giving up, meaning somebody's about to what? Or something's about to what? Die. But notice what the scripture says here. In Romans here, Paul's writing here, he says, be a what? Living sacrifice. So a sacrifice is you're giving up everything, you're dying, and you're giving up. So you, how many of you know that when you come to Jesus, you do actually die out yourself, amen? You give yourself to Jesus, and he takes your sins away, your past, present, and even future. I know sometimes that's hard to comprehend, but you got to remember that Jesus paid for your sins before you was ever born and before you ever sinned. So if he did it, then all your sins are all paid for. Just throw that out at you. But so when we come, we die out, we die out to self, and the Bible says we become a new what? Creature, a new creation in Christ Jesus. So now we have we was a sacrifice. We sacrifice our life to God, to Jesus, and now we are living. It's not us that lives, but who? It's Jesus lives in us. And so now we became, we become a living sacrifice. And so how many knows every day there's something that you will probably have to die out to? Maybe a TV show or watching too much TV or, or, or eating too many donuts or whatever it is. You know, there's something that we, we have to, we, you know, we are a living sacrifice. We are living, but daily we are sacrificing because we've got to overcome things of the flesh. We got to overcome the world. We got to overcome everything is out there. So I'm asking you this morning, are you a living sacrifice this morning? And he says, the key word there he talks about, uh, uh, and, and so that sums up in Christian maturity. And, how, and he says, he says this, look, he says, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may, look at that word right there, prove. When your mind is renewed, he says, you may prove what is good. So Christian Maturity. You may prove by renewing your what? Your mind. My friend today, I've said this many times and I'll report to you again today. You've got to change your way of thinking. You have to change your way of thinking. When you change your way of thinking, you will change how you believe. You will change what you will speak. You will change your actions and then your life will change and your destiny in life will change and your whole life will change just simply by you change your way of thinking. I've said that no matter how many times and I continue to say that because that is the key. So you got to change the way you think. Now, I mean, you know, this is, I believe this is one of the greatest uh, hurdles that the Christian has to deal with. We've got to change our way of thinking. And when you begin to change your way of thinking, you will begin to grow. Amen. And to grow as a Christian and mature in the walk of Jesus, you've got to renew your mind with what? This world. 
You got to take more of the word in than your news in. You got to take more of the word in than what the neighbor says or the friend says. You got to take more of the word in than what you even think. You got to take more of the word in than what the devil tells you. How many knows he'll talk to you? Hallelujah. How many knows he will talk to you? You got to take, you got to take in the word. If you're taking a note this morning, I want you to put this down. Are you, or write this down, this is the topic. Are you, are you a living sacrifice? Are you a living sacrifice? Answer to that, number one, you got to stop doing this. This is a tough one now. You got to stop, stop serving yourself. Hmm. Stop serving yourself. Stop serving yourself. Well, this is what I want to do. There's nothing wrong with saying that sometimes. Well, this is what I want to do. But now the greatest question about that saying is I want to ask him, how much do you, how many times do you say that saying? Do you say that saying more than you help people? Do you say that saying more than you go to church? Do you say that saying more than you read the Bible? Do you say that saying more than you pray? Well, I, I, I just want to do, I just want to do this for myself. Think about that this morning. Or, well, this is what I, I want to do. This is what I want to do. There's nothing wrong with that, but if it's all about you all the time, that's where it's wrong. I'm talking about a living sacrifice this morning. That's what he said. I beseech you, therefore, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. How much do you say that? People always hear you say, well, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Or do you say, well, I never get to do what I want to do. Which one do you say all the time? You ain't got to, you ain't got to stand up and give us testimony, hey man. Let me ask you this. Are you about doing your things or God's things? Are you about doing your things or God things? What's important? Is it important enough to get up at, at, and be here at 930 for Christian education? Or, well, I want, I want to do this because, you know, I've worked all week. I'm going to sleep two more hours this morning. I'm talking about a living sacrifice. I'm talking about a living sacrifice. What do we really want to do for Jesus? What do we really want to do? What do we want to do? I'm talking about a living sacrifice. Well, we're a living sacrifice. Look at this in the Amplified, Romans 12, 1 and 2, in the Amplified. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg you, in view of all the mercies of God, To make a dedication of your what? Bodies presenting all your members, all the faculties, all of you, every bit of you, emotions and everything. That's what that word means. 
as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, to this age. There's a lot of people today, and Brother Bill said it today, there's a lot of churches today that's conforming to the age. Times we're living in. Do not be conformed to this world, fashioned after and adopted to its external superficial customs. Mm. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and the new attitude, so that you may prove what yourselves, what is good, what is acceptable, what is the perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. I want to ask you, are you a living sacrifice? Are you a living sacrifice? Well, you know, preacher, I just go to church on Sunday and try to help, help them and, and bless people and help people. You know, no, I'm asking, are you a living sacrifice? Are you a living sacrifice? How many really trust God? Don't throw nothing at me. Now, it ain't up to me where you, where, you, where, you, where you took a shot or not took a shot. I'm not talking about last night. I'm talking about COVID shot. <laughs> got some of y'all, man. Pastor Betty worked me yesterday. I felt like taking a shot last night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we, if we say we trust God, if we say we, I'm just, I'm just going to give you, I'm, I'm talking about a living sacrifice. I can't tell you where you at and all that. That's you. Okay, that's you. But I'm talking about a living sacrifice. But if we say we're a living sacrifice and I trust God and I'm going to stand with God and my job tells me I got to take this shot. If I don't take this shot, then I can't work there. So now, are we, gonna, are we really committed to God that we, that we trust God enough, that we trust God enough, and we've heard from God, and we're standing on God, that He's going to take care of us, and I'm, and I'm not going to bow to that, that I'm going to stand on God's Word, because His Word also said in Philippians, that, that put that up there, guys. I think I'm getting way, probably way ahead of myself there, but in Philippians there, see that scripture? My God shall supply all your needs according to His Riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So I'm going to stand on the word and say, and, and stand on the word and say, look, I'm not taking that shot. And then if I have to, and if they let me go, then I'm trusting and standing on God's word. So I'm talking about a living sacrifice. Then God's going to get me another better job. I figured that might go over just about like it just went over. I'm not telling you where you take a shot or not take a shot. I'm not telling you. But church, I'm telling you, we are, we, we are in the back of the Bible. Amen. We're in the back of the Bible. And people lined up to take shots. And let me tell you this. I, I, I could have brought that in today, but I didn't do it. And if you don't know, you're, our president, did you pray for our leaders? Hey, man, we need to pray for them. But they are passing bills and presenting bills after bills after bills after bills that is, that is doing away with the currency. They're doing away with the currency. 
and they have all the answers that nobody can steal your card and your uh, and, and because see the little car now has a chip, but before long they're gonna put the chip on you. They've done it for years with dogs, practicing on dogs. Goes that dog again, amen. But I'm telling you, the, the, the shots was just, and I'm not saying you're going to take the mark. I'm, 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 I'm just telling you, I'm talking about a living sacrifice. Church, somewhere, once you start just going and being moved by what the government says, you know, somewhere you're going to have to stop because they're going to have a line that says, hey, we're going to put this in you that we'll know, and this is the answer to everything. Everybody line up to this. And if we've been lining up for shots and other stuff, and I don't know what else we got to line up before that line comes, but there may be some other lines up before that, but it's a coming. And people are just going to step right into it like anything else. But I'm talking about living sacrifice. Now, don't go out today and say, well, well, I took the shot. I'm not living sacrifice. I didn't say that. Don't go out and take that. Like Brother Bill said this morning, that guy, they took stuff out of context. Don't take stuff out of context. But I'm just saying... Church, I'm just saying, I'm your friend today, but I'm just saying, the alcoholic didn't mean to be an alcoholic, but it just started with just one drink. It's a shot. What will it be tomorrow? I don't know. And the government, the government, don't turn us off. One of these days, I ain't got to say, just, we, we that close. We're that close to having our own app. We're gonna, we, hopefully, we're going we're gonna to be, we'll be on Facebook. We'll be on the app. We'll be on the, uh, 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 the church, uh, church website. Uh, and they're working on, what, YouTube? Working on YouTube right now. We got all, they're they testing things now. And so hopefully just a few more weeks, once they get all that testing, it, it's all going to go out there. And then when they cut Facebook off, we'll still be on. Amen. Amen. We'll still be on. But to God be the glory. Amen. But, 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 but I'm telling you, church. The, the government, the government, you know, you probably heard me tell this story. I'll never forget. I was, I was, I don't know, I was probably six, seven, eight years old. Lived by, big mama used to live by my grandmama, daddy's mama. And, and uh, i never forget. I didn't understand then. I was little. I don't know how young I was, but. You know, she, she went to the mailbox that day and she got a check from the government. And, and, and she was just running around the house and calling people and she said, they cut my check, they cut my check. Duh, I, I thought they, she meant they cut the check. I thought, well, she can't spend it, they cut it. But they cut the check. But what she meant, they cut the money, you know. See, I was, I was young and I know, still don't go to the top, but it's all good, amen. But you know, look how they've done that. There, there's no more sending that out anymore. Hey, Amen. Direct deposit. See, all it's all, and 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 now with the, with, the, with the government system, the cards. I mean, they don't send out uh, the state checks anymore, and all that. It's on a card. The 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 the, the food program things on a card, and all of this stuff. I mean, it's just all lining up. It's all lining up to the back of the book. And if, we're, and if we're not really sold out as a living sacrifice, we're going to buy into it and we ain't going to realize it. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Talk about a living sacrifice today. 
Do we really say that we're living sacrifice and we're going to trust God? We really going to trust God? God shall supply all my needs. Well, you know, preach, I couldn't walk away from that job. I mean, man, I got interest. I got, in, I, you know, I got money in there. And I, I can't, you know, and I can't just walk away from that. No, let's not walk away from trusting God. I'm just saying. Let's not walk away from trusting God today. I'm told you I'm your friend today, man. If you're taking a note, write this down. God's plans for you. God's plans for you. Write this down. God's plans for you are better than the plans you have for yourself. God's plans for you are better than the plans you have for yourself. But you know what? You won't never know that if you don't seek God. If you don't get in and become a living sacrifice, you'll never know that. But God's plans are greater than the plans you have for yourself. And there's nothing wrong with having careers and, and having jobs. But know that, know that's God. Well, how do I know that, preacher? Pray to God and you'll get some peace in here. You'll get some peace in here. You'll get some peace in here. And I'm sure a lot of people thought Sister Patty went crazy. Brother Mike did probably back then. Thought she went crazy or something when she says, I'm going to open up me a daycare. But what did she have? Amongst all the trials and tribulations. See, when you get the peace about anything, when you have peace about something, no matter what hurdles you have to go through, you'll overcome them all because the peace, the peace is inside of you. And it passes all understanding of the natural. It'll pass all the understanding of the natural. So know, have a peace in whatever you're planning out, business, job, adventure, or mate, or whatever. Have the peace of God. And if you don't have the peace of God, you do like Forrest Gump. You do what? You run, you run. Run from it, run from it. Run the other way, run, run, run from it. You run from it. But God's plans are better than the plans you have for yourself. So know what God wants for you. Know what God wants for you. Let's look at this verse one more time in Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the New Living Translation. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all He has done for you. Let, let them be a living and a holy sacrifice. This kind he will find acceptable. Wow. This is truly the way to worship him. Verse 2. Don't, hold till you see right here now. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. So you can't be a living sacrifice if you're going to copy the behavior and the customs of this world. See, the world will tell you how to have money is to what? Save it all up. God tells you how to have money is to plan all you can. Now, that's a difference, ain't it? Just thought I'd throw that in at you. But let God transform you into a what? See, he's got to give, you got to be a new person. By change, there it is again. By what? You want to change? Change your way of thinking. Change your way of thinking. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is God and pleasing 
and perfect. See, then you start doing the things that God has asked you to do. So I ask you this morning, are you a living sacrifice? Let me ask you some thought questions. You don't have to stand and testify. Are you a living sacrifice? Does, does your mouth reflect a living sacrifice? Does your mouth reflect a living sacrifice? The words you say, the words you say, well, I don't know what we're going to do. That ain't a living sacrifice. Living, living sacrifice says, I'm going to trust God. He said, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust God. Look, break. Look over somebody and say, hey, has he got to you yet? Y'all mighty quiet. Does your mouth reflect a living sacrifice? Words you say. Your speech to others. Here's a good one. Brace yourself here now. Your tone of voice. Your tone of voice. Your tone of voice. Tone of voice. I've seen some people calling themselves as a witness and hollering at somebody and saying, God loves you. God loves you. What they was really trying to say is they don't like how they're living, but God loves you. Is that a living sacrifice? You answer that question. Does your actions reflect a living sacrifice? Does your actions reflect a living sacrifice? Standing for what you stand for, do you? Standing for what you stand for, do you? That we've all remembered the story from kids coming up if we went to church through Hebrew children. And if you didn't, through Hebrew children, actually, they say, scholars say that they was, they was teenagers. Anywhere from 14 to, to probably 19, maybe even 20 years old. They was young, they was young guys, the three Hebrew children. The king said, hey, if you don't bow, we're going to throw you into the fire furnace. They didn't bow. A live, that's a living sacrifice. I said, that's a living sacrifice. Maybe we can compare that story to some things you're dealing with. That's a living sacrifice. Do we trust God? Do we trust God? That's a living sacrifice. Any Hebrews in the house? Got any Hebrews in the house? These were three Hebrew boys. Any Hebrews in the house that said, hey, I'm a living sacrifice. I'm going to trust God. And you know the rest of the story. If you don't know the story, they threw him in. The king went over there and said, didn't we throw three in? He said, I see four. And one of them looks like the son of God. Jesus will show up. Jesus will show up if you'll just trust him. He's already there, but he'll show up in person. He'll show up if he has to. To do whatever. A living sacrifice. Look at this scripture one more time. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I want to I inbred this scripture in you. I want you to get this in your mind. Look at this in the uh, uh, 
Can you get which one I got? Got? Can you do the passion? I'm sorry. Did I give you the passion? Do the passion. Passion translation. Think about this. A living sacrifice. Are you a living sacrifice? Well, you know, preach, I come to church. I didn't ask you to come to church. Are you a living sacrifice? Allowing God to be like the Hebrew children. Take a stand. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God. Be a sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. Now we all, I'm still working on that. Maybe you got there, but we need to be doing everything that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Everything that we, what am I saying? Everything that we, we do should be the glory. It should, it should bring glory to God. Amen. Everything that we, we do, it should bring glory to God. Verse 2. Stop. What? Imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you. Stop doing the ideas around you and, and trying to imitate all around you. But be inward transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of who you think. Wow. This will empower you to discern God's will as you, as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in what? His eyes. I'm talking about being a living sacrifice this morning. I'm talking about being a living sacrifice. See, we, we're, we're seeing things, let me just say this, we're seeing things going on in our country today that's been going on, it's been a way of life in third world countries for years. Why? Because it's fulfilling of the Bible. And the enemy is trying to come in. I think Brother Bill mentioned this morning. You know, I said the other day, that, you know, Roe versus Wade been overturned. Some things about our schools uh, that the, that the uh, teachers and all can pray. And some things that's been, uh, the things that's shifting now. And why it's shifting, we need to keep pushing for it to shift. Amen. But we're going to have to be a living sacrifice to keep pushing. Because why? We're going to have to stand up. Because if we don't stand up, it's going to turn back the other way. So we got to keep praying and we got to keep standing up for our rights and keep standing up that we're on God's side. I'm talking about living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. Do the people out there know who we are? Do they really know who we are? Christian maturity, growing in this word, studying this word, allowing this word to come alive in our lives. You've heard people say it many, many times. People in the world don't read this, but they read us. Many people in the world don't read this, but they read us. Our actions, as I said a while ago, our words, our tone of voice. Are we a living sacrifice? Are we a realist living sacrifice? Let me ask you a great question this morning. Don't throw nothing at me. Is church a commitment to you 
or just an extracurricular activity? Does everything else take priority over you coming to church? No. Church is not going to make you a saint. It's not. But it sure does help you be a saint, though. Amen. It helps you grow. It helps you learn, fellowship, be with one another, come together. When we come together and we pray, we come together and pray together, church. When you come together and pray, when you come and worship God together, he, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. And when praises go up, the blessings of God will come down. And the Bible says that you won't even be able to contain the blessings of God. You won't even be able to tank, contain the anointing of God. Amen. Now some people, some people contain it good. But there comes a point that there's a pop-off valve. Amen. Now I'm going to tell you, it don't take long for my pop-off valve to take place. Amen. Don't take long for Sister Patties and some of the rest of you. But some of you, I, I, man, you got some great, you, you, you good. Because I can't contain myself here and then I look at some of you and just sitting there. You got some good, I mean, you, you're powerful. I love you this morning. I'm just your friend, amen. But when we come together and we begin to praise God, thanking Him for all that He's already done. And if He's done it for you one time, He'll do it what? He'll do it again. He'll do it again. He'll do it again. But church, he's just looking at us to be a living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. We all have family. We all have schedules. We all have other stuff. But how are we committed to really being a living sacrifice? Do we really open up that we can be a living sacrifice and, and, witness to those, and witness to those people that God puts right in front of us at the store or coming to your house to see you or running across them somewhere. Do we, are we really that living sacrifice that the Spirit can speak to us and we can just witness and drop something to them? Are we? Look at the Scripture one more time in the message translation. So here's what I want you to do. I'll say that to you today. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping. Y'all done that last night. You're eating. You're fitting to go do that. Going to work. You're going to do that tomorrow. And walking around life, place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. Because you know what? He does all of that for you. He gives you day. He gives you sleep. He gives you able to eat, able to go to work, able to walk around life. Place all this before Him as an offering. And now, when you start doing that, you start being a living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. See, sacrifice means it's got cost with it. So while you're living and you're sacrificing your life, a living sacrifice, it's going to cost you. Well, I want to I do this today. 
What does God want you to do? What does God want you to do? Think about it. What does God want you to do? And go back to that other scripture we, we mentioned a while ago in Philippians 4, 19. Remember this. But God shall supply all your needs according to your riches where? In glory by Christ Jesus. So church, when we stand on that verse right there, we know we're living the good days of Jesus. And we said this many times. We live in the good day of Jesus no matter what. I'm going to ask you this morning. Are you, are you living a living sacrifice? Are you a, live, are you a living sacrifice for God? So you'll never know that if you don't pray and just talk to God. Because see, if we're not careful, we go what we'll get in what we we'll call these ruts. We just go through life. It's a rut life. We just go through life doing the same old thing, being the same old person. But how many know the Bible says, what is it, Lamentations? The Bible says, God's new and fresh every morning. We're, we should be new and fresh every morning. Spirit of God, because in the morning will be a day like no other day. This morning, today's a day like no other day. There'll never be another day like today. What are we going to do with it? Who we run into, what are we going to say? We're going to plant a seed? We're going to be a living sacrifice? Well, you know, I can't say that to that person. You know, I don't know what they're going to say back. And three Hebrew boys, they said, man, you know, the fire pretty hot over there. What do you think about it? They never thought about the fire. Didn't matter how hot it was. They just knew what? They was going to stand for God. They was going to be a living sacrifice. Yes. Living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. Are we today? Where are you at today? Living sacrifice. I ask you this, this morning before we go. Living sacrifice. All that we do, living sacrifice. All that you do at the church, do you do it because you just, that's what you want to do, or you're committed to it, or, or is it really a living sacrifice? Living sacrifice. What is it? Think about it. Living sacrifice. What you going to say tomorrow? You run across people tomorrow? You're going to do tomorrow? Living sacrifice. Or we're a living sacrifice. Father, we thank you this morning. We simply just share what you say, have told us, spirit, scripture to share this morning. We, Father God, if we really want to grow, change our lives, we must become a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. And Father, right now, I, heads are bowed and eyes are closed before we go. Most important that we know you as our personal Savior. And you may be here this morning, you may be watching, and you really haven't asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life. I want to give you that opportunity right now to just simply ask, meaning it from your heart, believing from your heart, that you know that believing that Jesus was a man, God's only son that died on the cross, paid for your sins, for your healing, rose again that you could have life 
And you can receive that life today. And I guarantee your life will never be the same as you would just commit, submit to Him. As his brother Blake Russell said last Sunday, you'll, you'll never be the same again. You'll never be the same as you allow that Holy Spirit to take over. If you're here this morning, would you like to come and stand or kneel, give that to the Lord or something else? You may just need prayer and you didn't move earlier. You would like to do that in. And Father, we pray for those that's watching and listening. You know their needs and circumstances and situation, and we lift them up to you. Father, we just thank you this morning for what you're doing and going to do. But you're here, and you'd like prayer before we go. Would you like to pray today? Father, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, that we be open to you, God, that we be that living sacrifice. God, we are the we're the Pauls today. We're John the Baptist. We're Peter. We're Timothy. We're James. God, we're all of those today. We've got to take a stand. We've got to really be that living sacrifice. Not when it's convenient. Not when it's good. Not when I feel like it. But as a servant of yours, become a living sacrifice. Holy before you. Serving you. And Father God, as we see things shifting toward the end of the book of Revelation, getting ready to get your people out of here, God, let us not be fooled, but let us be that living sacrifice that we will stand, we will take a stand for you. and We will go forward and move forward, that we will change our community, next door neighbors, our city, county, state, country, and even world, Father God, as we stand for you. Father God, we just ask you this morning. Lord, we thank you for this day. Go with us this afternoon. Keep us all, be with us all this afternoon. Your blessings, favor, and safe this evening. Throughout this week, we speak a good blessing on these people, a good, safe week. Father God, this week, you be with us all. Bring us back to your house Wednesday night, Father God, to learn of your word about humility, God, being humble before you, overcoming selfishness, God. Lord, we just speak what you're going to do this week in the ministers of this church, how people's going to allow you to flow through them to serve others. Father, we just speak a good week. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. Say this with me. I'm ready. I'm ready for this week. I'm ready to go out there. God's got a good week. Got my name on it. In Jesus' name. How many of you believe that? Amen. 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 Amen.